and we're back with episode seven of Dog Football Weekly. It's your host Reed with your co-host Russ, and our special guest today is Charlie Briscoe. Charlie, it's to my understanding that you just rebroke your nose. How's that feel? Um, it doesn't feel great. Uh, you know, um, it's gonna it's gonna take me out for the rest of the year uh, for basketball. Uh, obviously, that's not ideal for me. It's upsetting, but uh, we'll be back next year. And I'm just I'm happy to be on the show, man. Sorry to hear about that. We're hoping for a speedy recovery. How's the basketball team looking this year? Um, you know, we've had some we've had some tough games, but we've played a really competitive schedule, and uh, I think we're getting better every game, uh, every practice. We're we're improving, and I'm trusting what Coach Hardy's doing, and uh, I think we'll be fine come tournament time. I think so too. Well, to today's topic, Charlie, what do you think about Monday night's performance by the Dogs? I mean, I, I don't think you could ask for a better performance, Reed. I mean, we, we dominated on all cylinders. I mean, we really came out and just showed them that we deserve to be there, we deserve to win, and the better team came out on top, and it's just – it's incredible. It's great to see. After all those years of, you know, heartbreaking losses at the end and losing close games and losing ball games you shouldn't lose, it's tough to, you know – it, it's satisfying to finally get over the hump two years in a row and do something that no team has done in the college football playoff era. I, I agree, Reed. I mean, I think we finally got a lead that we can actually be satisfied with keeping and not blowing, and it's just uh, – it's an, it's an incredible, um, incredible just moment to win two in a row, and it doesn't happen a lot, and I'm hoping we can rebuild, get back, and get a third one. More like reload is what this team's – kind of started to do they've you know we haven't had a rebuild year with Kirby Smart ever since that 2017 team every team's won 11 games since then and you had a 14 and 1 team last year you had a 15 no team this year a 13 and 2 team in 17 he's stacked up right now he's the undisputed best coach in college football and in you know we talked about this Tuesday. If you compare his first seven years to Nick Saban's first seven years at Alabama, they're a lot closer than you think. Now, I'm not saying Kirby is on the same level as Nick Saban as a coach because Nick Saban's the greatest to do it in the sport. But what do you think about that, Charlie? I, I agree 100%. I think what, what Kirby's doing year in, year out, it's incredible. He, he's he got a group of guys that really want to play for him. And, uh, you know, even with the young groups he has coming in, they were – they were dominating practice all week for the semifinal game against Ohio State and then national championship. I mean, they're they're showing out. And to be able to do that year in, year out, just have young talent, just keep on retooling. I mean, there's no need for a rebuild when you just, just keep on keep on bringing people in. And I think one day he might have the chance to catch uh, Coach Saban, but I, I would have to agree. Uh, he's still kind of right under Saban in terms of coaching career. But I agree, man, He's 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 a great coach. Charlie, I, I'd like to ask you this question I've been asking a lot this week. Do you think Stetson Bennett's the greatest Bulldog of all time? Um, I think Stetson Bennett gets a lot of unnecessary hate from the Dog Nation. Um, I think he's a great player. Um, he plays within the system. He knows how to lead. Um, and his story is just so incredible, coming from a walk-on to winning two national championships. So I think he might be the most legendary Georgia player of all time just for winning two championships and leading those teams. And, I mean, he's done some incredible things. And I think he'll go down as a, a top top five at least in terms of dogs.
he's the greatest quarterback of all time to me. He's um he's going down. He's going to be down as maybe he's number two in my book. But obviously, you've had a ton of great Bulldogs play right now. Russ, what do you think? You know, <clears throat> when it comes to the greatest uh, Bulldog, you know, I I believe Stetson is, is top two, but there is – or maybe top two, but there is one person that is no doubt better and had a better career than Stetson Bennett, and that's Herschel Walker. And you can debate me all, all you want about it. I think Herschel Walker is the greatest of all time. I'd have to agree with you, Russ. I think Herschel Walker is probably the top Bulldog. Um, in terms of quarterbacks, though, I think, you know, Stetson's up there with guys like Matthew Stafford and Aaron Murray and Jake Fromm. I mean, we've had some incredible quarterbacks. But none of those guys have two rings back-to-back. And that's that's my point. One of them has a Super Bowl ring, though. I think in terms oh, of talent that um, – you know, Stetson might not be up there, but in terms of just leading and winning and winning games, I mean, all he does is win, and I don't, I don't see if there's any complaints with that. So, just like that song says, "All I do is win." Well, Charlie, I'd like to ask you, and you too, Russ, what is your favorite memory as a Georgia Bulldog fan? Russ, you want to go first? Well, um. A couple years ago when we lost the uh, the national championship to Alabama, I had somebody say to me, who was not a Georgia fan at the time, they said, it's just a game. And that really hurt my feelings because I was sitting there crying and they were telling me that, that and I was I was very upset. And, you know, to come a few, le- few years later and, and win two back-to-back is unbelievable to me, and that, that's definitely my favorite memory so far. Yeah, Russ, I, I mean, I'd have to agree. I mean, that kind of – that's why I love the show. Y'all are passionate about what you do, what you talk about. Uh, and I'm just – I'm thankful to be on the show. And I think for, for my memory, um, I went to the Rose Bowl when George played Oklahoma mm. in that comeback. Um, wow. I mean, to watch it on TV, one thing. But to be in that stadium and just the, the scenery of it and the way we came back, winning it and going home to play in the national championship at home. Now, it, we didn't we didn't win, but – that Roseville game is definitely an experience that's probably all my, my favorites for Georgia. My two favorite experiences, my first one would have to be the Peach Bowl this past year, seeing that in person um, and witnessing that historic fourth quarter comeback by this Dogs team and the game ending on the last play. That was incredible. And my second even though it was a heartbreaking loss, would be the um, 20, 2018 National Championship. Um, the Dogs, Kirby Smart's first time being in the big game and seeing that team fight and hold a lead all the way to the end but lose on that last play, obviously, in overtime. And just that atmosphere, those memories never go away. And I really love that team and a lot of those guys on there. They're some of my favorites I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, that, that running back combo of – Michelle, um, Michelle Chubb, Chubb, and Swift, and Swift. Trio. Even in, I mean, it, it was Holyfield. Holyfield has your fourth back. I mean, I think that 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 Brian team, Harrion. that team might have been the most talented team to not win a national championship. I mean, it it was incredible the amount of talent we had. Um, they had, you had Fromm obviously at quarterback. Your line, you had Andrew Thomas, who he's a um he was a PFF All Pro this year for the Giants. You had um. 
Lamont Gilliard, who's a starter for the Cardinals. Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith at middle linebacker. Lorenzo Carter. I mean, you even had guys like Tyson Campbell. Gavin Bellamy. I mean, it was we were loaded, and we had uh, Miko Harmon too. I think that's one thing that Georgia's had consistently on these great teams is they've had one just speed, just track guy at receiver. You know, Arian Smith was our guy this year, just making big plays. Um, and I think that's that's what helps Georgia in the long run. I'd like to see next year the dogs use Arian Smith a little bit more because I think that speed, especially playing against a team. Say Georgia goes back to the playoff next year and they match up with a Michigan. Michigan does not have the speed on the edge to compete with a guy like Arian Smith. And it helps when you have guys like a Donnie Mitchell. Um, Kiaris Jackson, he's leaving, obviously. But um Rara is it Rara Thomas? Yeah. Yeah, Rara Thomas. Thomas and the Missouri and, uh, what's his name? Uh Dominic Lovett. Yeah, Dominic Lovett. Those guys are, you know, they're electrifying playmakers, and they're gonna they're game changers all the way. And, you know, if we could get a one on one with Arian Smith with no help over the top multiple times next year, I think it'd be really exciting. I think his, he could really have a boom year next year and solidify himself as one of those guys in the NFL draft. I I agree, Reed. And there's another guy. Um, I was just looking at he um. He runs a four three forty. He's a four star. I think he's out of Oklahoma. He's committed to the dogs. Uh, he's a four star wide receiver. Uh, he's he's another guy. I mean, we got speed coming in on this offense, and I think that's that's one of Georgia's strengths coming into the new year. Well, I was listening to um Bill King, radio show host this morning, and Bill King was talking about how Alabama has lost their physicality since they shifted towards this more to this more off this like kind of firepower offense with great receivers and great quarterbacks and averaging around like 45 points a game and how they've lost their physicality from earlier in the decade when they just grind wins out and just have a really great dominant defenses and I just think this Georgia team at least or at least this year they really did a great job of having electrifying playmakers but still keeping that physical edge and still being more physical than their opponents every single week. Yeah, I, I agree. And I was talking to a, a Alabama fan myself, uh, Will McClain, for any of you who uh, know him. Um, he says that, that when you're talking about how they've, they've lost some physicality, that, that comes from their strength and conditioning coach. He's actually at Georgia Scott now, Cochran. Uh, Scott Cochran. I think that's a – that's been a big help for the dogs, uh, just all over the field. I mean, you can see it every every week. He's uh, having that strength, and I don't think it's a secret what Kirby Smart is trying to do. He obviously pulled away. He pulled Scott Cochran away from Alabama, and Kirby came. Kirby coached on those Alabama teams that had great defenses, and their offenses were good, and they had some NFL stars, but. It's no secret that Kirby Smart is trying to emulate those Alabama teams every single year. I, I agree completely, Reed. And um, you know, I think that's that's one of another another big thing that uh, Kirby Smart's brought is he just he can win the big games, and that was really the only downfall of George coaches prior. You know, Mark Rick, he just he just could not win the big game. You know, and I think that's what's that's what's put us over the top.
is Kirby Smart. I mean, he's he's that dude. I think he is, and I I don't think he gets enough credit for what he's done with this program because two years ago, before Georgia won the Natty, and after he lost in the SEC title game to Alabama in 2021, a lot of people came out and said, he's Mark Rick 2.0. He's, his record's like Mark Rick. He can't win the big game. He's never going to beat Saban. And I think people should just as quickly jump to say, he's the next Nick Saban as they were to jump on his back and say, you know, he's just Mark, he's Mark Rick 2.0. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, I think that uh, one of, one of George's problems is we, we have a tendency to jump quick to, you know, conclusions, things, jump to conclusions and just assume that, you know, these things take time, you know, and I think smart showed that, you know, he, he built, he installed everything he wanted and he built a culture and it's really turned Georgia around. And he did it his way. He did. Well, Russ, I have a question for you. What player are you most excited to see for the dogs next season? Um, I'm, I'm going to have to say uh, Malachi Starks. Um, just the way he's played this year really, um, really intrigues me to see what's going to happen next year with him. Um, I feel like he's a really good corner and he's going to be really good for the dogs in the future. And I'm, I'm, uh, looking forward to see how Kirby develops him. You know, my pick, I have two. Brock Bowers, year three Brock Bowers, I think it's going to be scary and a force to be reckoned with. And Jalen Walker, number 11, number 11, he's an edge rusher. And I don't know if a lot of people may not know who he is because he hadn't, he's kind of seen the field sparingly. But he is a – I mean, he had a big-time sack in the natty. Um, and he's a physical guy. Oh, another guy, Marvin Jones Jr., also seen the field sparingly, but he's a freshman, really talented. I think if you can combine Jalen Walker with Marvin Jones Jr. and Michael Williams, the dogs will have the best defensive line in the conference next year. I agree, and you you got guys like Bear Alexander as well. I mean, he's, he's another guy. He can he can that size and speed combo is hard to he's find. He's a little mini Jordan Davis, and this. It's it's hard to find. I, another guy, um, he had a huge game in the national championship and the college football playoff in general. Uh, Javon Bullard. I mean, he's he's gonna be a junior coming in, and you know he had an incredible year this past year. He really came on and led the secondary, and he um he's just a physical physical corner and DB, and he gets the job done. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing him really take over Georgia defense in the in the secondary. I can't wait for it. He's um. I mean, this team could be all around. They, on paper, could be better than this year's team with what we thought. So, I pick the dogs to go back to back to back three p. I don't know about you guys. Um, you know, it, it's definitely a tough task, and uh, Kirby even said they got to re reinvent themselves, and you know. Sometimes that takes a little time. Um, you know, experience might be a, a little bit of an issue. It's going to um, be the challenge. But I think that they have a really great year. You know, the, the schedule is it's lighter with the Oklahoma game getting uh, canceled. And um, I think the dogs kind of cruise in the regular season. And I could see us having some struggles in the college football playoffs, especially with, you know, guys transferring in and out to 
all these other schools. And um, I can definitely see it uh, back to back to back, but I don't know. It's it's a tough task, and we'll we'll see. I think Kirby Smart's the best guy to do it. So I do too. Well, that's gonna be it for today's episode of Dog Football Weekly. Thank you for joining us today, Charlie. Thank you, Reed. It's it's always a pleasure to be on the show. Good to see you. That's it.